We're in a series called uh, The Battle, and I want to talk to you about the breastplate of righteousness. And I want to be honest, as I studied this week and prepared, my heart was heavy. Uh, it's a very sobering message I want to share with you today. And uh, I, I was just heavy because I felt like it was going to minister to so many people. So I want to share this message with you. I want to begin by reading John chapter 10 and verse 10, if you're new with us today. This will kind of just bring you up to speed on the, 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 the theme of this series. Uh, this is kind of the key verse for this series. It says, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come, Jesus said, that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. It's God's will that you would live an abundant life. It is God's will. God desires for you not just to live, but to live life and life more abundantly. But we're in a battle. And there's a real devil. There are real demons. And the Bible says at the beginning of that verse that the thief, the enemy, the devil, that he comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. And the enemy, the devil, he wants to stop God's plan in the earth. He wants to stop God's plan in your life. Listen today. There is a spiritual battle taking place. And I want to take you to Ephesians chapter number 6. And I've been teaching verse by verse through Ephesians chapter 6 and beginning in verse number 10. Because in this portion of scripture, Paul talks to us about the battle that we're fighting. He talks to us about the devil and about demonic forces. And not only does he highlight and talk about the battle that we're fighting, but he also tells us how to win the victory. He tells us how to win the battle. And so throughout this series, I'm unpacking this portion of Scripture so that we can win the battle. Paul begins in verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord. Because you're in a battle. So you need to be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God. Notice not a third of the armor because you can't get victory with a third of the armor. Not half the armor or two-thirds of the armor because you can't get victory with just two-thirds. He says, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. And it's very important that you understand that the devil, the adversary, Satan, has schemes. He is plotting and planning very with lots of tactic and thinking and tactics behind and strategy to take you out. He has a plan to take you out. Verse 12, for our struggle, our battle, our war is not against flesh and blood. We're not fighting against other people. Paul wanted to draw attention away from people. Your battle is not against somebody else but against the rulers and against the authorities against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms and paul says listen there's an unseen world there are spiritual forces in the heavenly realms listen what you're fighting against is not with your, with, your, with your eyes, something that you can see in the natural. It is an unseen world. There are demonic forces. There is a devil. There are demons. And they're battling against you and I. And he goes on to say, therefore, therefore, since you're in a battle, put on the full armor of God and 
Paul refers to this armor again. And I taught you last week that Paul wrote this letter as he was in a Roman prison, chained to a Roman soldier 24 hours a day. And Paul looks over at the soldier as he's riding, and he sees the soldier's armor, and he compares his armor to our Christian armor. The soldier's armor was needed to win his battle. And our spiritual armor is needed to win the battle against the enemy so that we can live an overcoming Christian life. He goes on to say, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to take your, take your stand, to, or excuse me, to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth around your waist. And last week I taught you about the belt of truth. If you missed last week, you can get online, watch the message for absolutely free, download it on your iPod for absolutely free. It will help you on putting on the armor of God. And I taught you last week that our enemy, he's a liar. Jesus said there's no truth in him. And you have to put on the belt of truth to stand against the enemy's lies. We also talked about the belt of truth, that the, the, the belt prepared the soldier for battle. And the belt prepares us the truth. The belt of truth prepares us to battle against the enemy. And then he goes on to say, with the breastplate of righteousness in place. In those days, soldiers wore what was called a breastplate over their chest. And this breastplate that they wore over their chest was very important. It was an important piece of the armor for the soldier to win the battles that he would fight. And Paul says, listen, just as this piece of armor was important for the soldier to get victory, you and I must put on the breastplate of righteousness to stand against the enemy and to walk and to live a life of victory. And so for the next few moments, I want to talk to you about this important piece of armor, the breastplate of righteousness. The first thing I want to teach you about this breastplate of righteousness is that the breastplate protects your heart, protects your heart. There are many vital organs that are covered by the chest cavity. And as the soldier would put on this breastplate, uh, no doubt that there were a lot of organs being protected, but oftentimes when we think about the breastplate and something covering our chest, what immediately comes to our mind is protecting the heart, the heart. And, and no doubt about it, as you study the scriptures, you quickly find out that having your heart protected is key to living an abundant life. It's key to victory. The writer of Proverbs says in chapter 4 and verse 23, above all else, above everything else, guard your heart. Protect your heart. For it is the wellspring of life. The New Living Translation says it determines the course of your life. Protect your heart. Guard your heart. Because it will determine the course of your life. The writer of Proverbs is saying that the direction of our lives, the quality of our lives flows out of our heart. You see, friends, we live life from the inside out. Don't get it backwards. 
We don't live life from the outside in. We live life from the inside out. It all starts with the heart. What happens in your heart shows up in your life. The condition of your heart will determine the condition of your life. And if you're going to win the battle, you have to put on the breastplate of righteousness to guard your heart. Because it all starts with the heart. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12 and verse 34, Broad of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You see, we live life from the inside out. Jesus goes on to say in Matthew 15 and verse number 18, But the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart. And these make a man unclean. For out of the heart come evil thoughts. Say, Pastor, what are all these evil thoughts I I have? What do they come from? They come from the heart. He says, murder, adultery, sexual immorality. What do they come from? They come from the heart. You say, well, I thought that stuff all came from the outside of me. Oh, no, 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 no. It all starts in the heart. Theft, false testimony, slander. What does it come from? From the heart. The writer of Proverbs says in chapter 23 and verse number 7, he says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Because the condition of your heart will determine the condition of your life. And you have to put on the breastplate of righteousness so you can stand against the devil's attack, so you can guard your heart and live an abundant life. Because our life is lived from the inside out. With that in mind, here's the question I want to drill down on for the next few moments. We know the heart's important. We know the breastplate covers the heart, that it protects the heart. So the real question is, how do I put on the breastplate of righteousness? How do I put it on so I can guard my heart? Let's look at that together. Point number two is this. You have to put on the righteousness of God. 